Hi, I'm Emma Clark and this is Who Do You Think I Am? The podcast that gives you an earful straight from my sound studio. So it's been a really weird week. Really weird. Because two crazy things happened. First of all, I went away for the weekend. <laughs> Which I've not been away for oh, years, actually. For various reasons. Work-related, really. And also the kids. The kids have been away a lot and, and doing their various activities around the globe. So it, it, for, for one reason and another, I haven't had a chance to go away. But I went to Wales for the weekend with Mr Clark and the dog. Um, they're different people. <laughs> um, and it was just brilliant to be away. We were in mid-Wales in a cabin looking out at a glorious valley. It was really good. I mean, the weather was rubbish, but you kind of expect that, don't you, in the UK? So it was just brilliant to be away and just to sort of have time to stare into the middle distance a bit. It's been a crazy time, (laughs) really crazy. And just to have the opportunity to just stare at the clouds and regroup was bloody wonderful. So it was it was weird being away, not least because the bed in the cabin was very short and my feet were dangling over the edge and it was a very discombobulating experience. I find myself feeling incredibly grateful for my own bed. But it was great to come home, not just for the bed. It was great to come home and feel moderately refreshed. But while I was away, the show that I'm in, Rise and Fall on Channel 4, went live. So I watched it from the cabin, which was a very surreal experience, (laughs) very, very surreal experience. And I was lucky that we'd recorded a bunch of stuff before I went away. So I didn't have to record anything while I was on holiday. And the production team were brilliant and said, we're not going to bother you. And I said, oh, it's not a problem. And they said, no, no, really, we're not going to bother you. And I said, oh, no, really, if you must, it's not a problem. I didn't really talk to them like that would have completely blown the gig. But anyway... I got to see the show and it's really weird because obviously I've voiced all the stuff. Well, no, actually not all the stuff quite yet, most of it. And that means obviously that I know what happens. But I've tried to do this thing when I'm voicing it. (laughs) And this might sound really odd, but I've tried to sort of delete the knowledge that I have about what happens as soon as I've voiced it and sort of bin it in my brain. So I sort of forget it instantly. I mean, to be honest, voiceovers kind of have to do that with almost every script that we read because we get to learn a lot of stuff in our weird job. You know, you voice a bunch of different projects across the day. And if you stored all this information in your brain... I th- well, and speaking for me, I'd go a bit potty. I mean, I can tell you an awful lot about acute myeloid leukaemia. I can tell you a lot about how the Dutch manage water. I can tell you an awful lot about gravel. So, it, it, you know, it serves me no purpose to remember this stuff. So I'm sort of in the habit of voicing and deleting in my own brain. So... <laughs> What that means is that when I saw the programme, the first episode on Sunday evening, 
I'd forgotten the names of the contestants. <laughs> and I'd forgotten even the rules of the game. And I have most certainly forgotten who gets eliminated and who are the rulers and who are the grafters. I just I just delete it in my head. <laughs> so it was all a surprise and it was very surreal seeing the set and seeing the people and seeing the programme just like unfold, you know, in situ. And then to see me as the lift, the sexy lift that lights up. I've got two faces, if you notice. When the lift is at the top of the building at the penthouse, it's all sexy. It's all sort of rose gold and it's got all these lovely lights around it. When it's in the basement, it's rubbish. Which I suppose is the lift equivalent of a no makeup selfie. And then when it's at the penthouse, it's had a glow up. So very, very strange, very strange, bizarre. So that was one weird thing that happened. And then today, today, oh my Lord, I'm always a bit sceptical about how social media can deliver on any sort of commercial promise. You know, obviously there's a point to it. You get your name out there, you get your brand out there, whatever that means. I'm not sure I have a brand really. I'm just, you know, me. And you put your stuff out. And people respond, yada, yada. Everybody hobbles to bed happy. But I've always been a bit sceptical about what the general point of it is, really, other than, you know, a great way to kill time and to learn about what's going on in the world and, you know, all, all this stuff. But today I've had it well and truly proved to me that it does have a very valid point <laughs> because I put up this tweet because today, earlier on, the backstory is that a, a client asked me to do a voice of an elderly, slightly naughty, posh lady. So, well, I love doing character voices. So I leapt at the chance. So I put this up on Twitter just for the heck of it. And then I thought I did the gig, did it, sent it off to the client, recorded it. And then I thought, maybe I'll just record like a few seconds of this voice and just see what people think because I voice a lot of stuff that's machines obviously currently on telly I'm being a lift I've been a tube train announcing stops and the like somewhere in this country I'm a talking ballard and in Amsterdam I am a talking urinal where I'm urging gentlemen to to hit the target which is uh, painted somewhere on my face you know as a urinal, not my actual face. That'd be awful. Imagine that. Blimey. No, don't imagine that, actually. <laughs> so anyway, I put up this bit of audio of me doing this old lady voice. And it's a, it's one of my very favourite voices to do. You just add a little bit of a denture whistle. You sound a little bit tipsy as well in pars. And, and there you have it. So I put up this little bit of audio. And then this guy that I worked with years ago... And I'm still in touch with him, but I've not spoken to him for yonks. He heard it and said, oh, I want to use this character on my radio show. And it was like, oh, my God. So then we exchanged emails. I did him a very quick demo and it's bloody happening. It's happening. Who knew? Who knew there was a point to Twitter? 
especially now it's been musked. Anyway, so that's my news for the day. It's It's been all go here at Clark Gables. And I've managed to do some laundry today, which is a boon. You know, got to keep on top of the housework. So that's me, really. Just thought I'd uh, give you a quick update. A, it's very weird hearing yourself as a lift. And B, there is a point to Twitter. So uh, on that bombshell, <laughs> I'll leave you be and I will talk to you next time. Take care.